Hare Krishna devotees, Tandavat Pranab, all glories to Srila Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. Today we are so fortunate to have Her Grace Amrita Madhavi Mataji from Bengaluru. And today Mataji will enlighten us on Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 6, Chapter 4, Verse 10. And also Mataji will enlighten us on Shri Narasimha Dev Appearance Day. Hare Krishna Mataji, Tandavat Pranam, please take over the call. Hare Krishna, Tandavat Pranam, Let's start in the prayers. Narayanam namaskritya naram chaiva narottamam devim saraswatim vyasam tato chayam dhiravi nashtaprayeshu abhadyeshu nityam bhagavata kevaya bhagavatyuttamashtukti bhaktyuttamashtukti ಶ್ರೀಮತಿಶ್ರೀಮತಿಶ್ರೀಮತಿಶ್ರೀಮತಿಶ್ರೀಮತಿಶ್ರೀಮತಿಶ್ರೀಮತಿಶ್ರೀ
or the soma, you know, is saying that the king of the moon is saying that how you could go on cutting the trees, you know, it doesn't befit you because you are the son of your father who was a protector, who was a king. The father is the son of his father and he is the son of his father. And there are all such amazing kings who give such nice protection. And you taking birth in such a nice family of protective kings, how you can kill the trees, how you can burn the trees, which is not fair. So uh, he said how the, uh, how the king should be. The king should be very protective, of not just humans, but of animals. And um, less than animals here also could mean the trees. Because uh, trees don't even have the consciousness of the animals. You know, um, they're still more, um, what to say, um, um, they're not, their consciousness is not as active. They have very mild, uh, like, you know, at least trees have some conscious compared to the, um, <laughs> compared to the benches and chairs, uh, which don't even have life. Trees have life and they have some some sort of consciousness, and um, you know that if, if they hear them, say, the herbs grow beautifully. Um, you know, uh, if you if you go and shout bad things at a tree, you know, in in, a, in one of the um, uh, places where aborigines are living, what you call Adivasis, it seems there um, they, if they want to kill a tree, they just go and all of them go and shout at the tree. They use all bad language in the tree. Simply go on shouting, shouting, shouting. But I heard that the tree also dies. Means our words have power. Um, so, um, so the words also can kill. Why? Because trees also have consciousness which can understand. Uh, if you sing kirtans, they understand. Uh, the small plants, you know, you go on singing nicely and they grow beautifully. Like that, you speak hate uh, words at the tree. The tree also can die. That's what I heard. I've not seen, but I've heard many times. It's scientific. So, um, trees are lesser than animals. So, animals and things that are lesser than animals. Everyone is the praja. Uh, so, um, they have been protected. And how you can go on this point, being the sons of such wonderful kings, you know, kings and uh, your father's father was a king. Was a great king, and uh, great grandfather was a great king. How you, you can be doing something like this? So this is a nice way of. Uh, we should learn how to correct uh, juniors like this. I think uh, we glorify rather than saying, uh, what, "What nonsense are you doing? Is this sensible?" No, we're not talking like that. They think your people are all great. Your parents are great. Your grandparents are great. Your great grandparents are great. And they were wonderful protectors. How we can be doing this? It's a very beautiful way of, of giving corrections. <laughs> we can learn um, from King of Moon, Soma. Hare Krishna Mataji. Uh, 
you are able to hear me right are you now can you can, hear me yeah now yeah, we can sorry when my phone uh, goes to the save mode you know power save mode my voice gets off i don't know very and i am not able to remove it from that i could only extend it to 10 minutes and then if i don't keep an eye on my phone then this what happens <laughs> no problem thank you so much i i heard some sound from your end so i realized probably my phone went off and um, thank you yes so i was reading the translation i guess um, sixth canto fourth chapter uh, text 12 as the father and mother are the friends and maintainers of their children as the eyelid is the protector of the eye as the husband is the maintainer and protector of a woman as the householder is the maintainer and protector of beggars and as the learned is the friend of the ignorant so the king is the protector and giver of life to all his subjects the trees are also subjects of the king therefore they should be given protection proper by shri prabhupad jai shri prabhupad by the supreme will of the personality of godhead there are various protectors and maintainers for helpless living entities the trees are also called considered prajas subjects of the king and therefore the duty of the monarch is to protect even the trees not to speak of others the king is duty bound to protect the living entities in his kingdom thus all of the parents are directly responsible for the protection and maintenance of their children the duty of the king is to see that all parents do their duty properly similarly king is also responsible for overseeing the other protectors mentioned in this verse it may also be noted that the beggars who are who should be maintained by the householders are not professional beggars but sanyasis and brahmanas to whom the householders should supply food and clothing so you see um, here we get details about whom or the king has to give protection and uh, at that time it is told that king is not just responsible to take care of um, um every living entity including the trees but he is also you know supposed to ensure that the parents are also taking care of their children okay? so uh, if if it should be applied today you know our government should take care to see that parents are teaching you know path of self realization to go back to god and to their children and it's the duty of the king to ensure that the parents themselves are practicing um something to go back to god it's the duty of a king and i read um, yesterday in um, first canto of bhagavatam um chapter 12 he says that um, the kings um, let me see where is it actually um, just a minute it was um, in the chapter 12 um and uh, text i think it was 34 um just to that about how the king is actually in charge um he should uh, he should therefore take this political sins committed in the worker to get rid of sins yes yeah we are we talking about how maharaj yudhishthira was in the first canto chapter 12 634 we were able to see how maharaj yudhishthira uh, took credit for the sins committed while performing the duty uh, sins means by killing his own relatives though bishma ji uh, they told that it was not your fault uh, krishna personally ensured that it happened 
it is Kala who made you do it and it was your duty, all that he told, but still, you know, Maharaja Yudhishthira uh, still feels that, you know, still I have to do something. Um, and he believes that, um, you know, uh, unintentional sins committed um, while doing the daily occupational discharge of duties, uh, even for that, one must perform sacrifices. So, um, Prabhupada says that, you know, uh, third chapter, ninth verse, Yajnatat Karmano Anyatra Lokoyam Karma Bandhana means one should perform sacrifices recommended in the scriptures in order to get rid of commitments of all unauthorized work or even unintentional crimes, you know, um, which we are apt to act to commit. By doing so, one should be freed from all kinds of sins. So, um, therefore, the main purpose of performing sacrifices is to satisfy Supreme Personality Hari. But the aim of such sacrifices is one and the same at all times and in all circumstances, that is, satisfaction of Supreme Lord Hari. That is the way of pious life. That is the way of peace and prosperity in the world at large. So, like this, when Prabhupada is saying, um, he's also talking that, you know, uh, that everybody in this Kaliyuga, you know, we will end up committing sins if, um, if we don't follow the prime duty. And he says the prime duty of the human being is to satisfy Supreme Lord the performance of one's occupational duty. And um, he also says that, you know, uh, what you can best do is what is recommended for Kali Yuga, that is glorifying the Lord by chanting the holy name of Krishna. And um, he says um, that, um, I actually wanted to say one particular part, I'm looking for it, but I'm sorry, I'm not able to find it here. It was talking about um, the king, how he is protecting his praja. Um, I'm sorry, I lost the link actually. I'm not able to get it. I thought I had it here. But I'm not able to, and I just forgot what I wanted to say related to um, the king, you know, how he's taking care of his praja. So here the topic was the 12th verse, uh, 6th canto, 4th chapter, text 12. It said that, you know, that um, the king has to take care of uh, yeah, the parents, yeah, the duty that, you know, it's a duty of the king to ensure that the parents do their duty properly. It's a duty of the king to ensure that everybody, ha, yeah. In that first canto 12th chapter, uh, what I want to say is that Yudhishthira Maharaj was such a wonderful king. Ha, yes, yes, yes. You know, Prabhupada says that to see in the kingdom, there are all wise people. He says wisdom comes from, uh, you know, following the path of self-realization. And there are different types of, and, and and um, you know, and devotees are the wisest. Prabhupada says that devotees are the wisest. Okay, I, I don't know which verse it is in the first uh, canto. That's what I was trying to read, and I forgot what I was looking for also. You know, uh, Prabhupada says that um, in the twelfth chapter that uh, devotee is the wisest of all. Prabhupada says that very clearly. Devotee is the wisest of all, and Prabhupada says that the king has to be the wisest. Why? Because he says in the kingdom. There are, uh, you know, um, there are sages, you know, in, in a kingdom, there are sages of different kinds. And different kinds of uh, uh, people have different kinds of intelligence, he says, you know. Uh, they're differently wise or differently, uh, I mean, uh, maybe a karma yogi is somewhat wise and he's doing it um, you know, as an offering to the Lord. And, um, um, and uh, you know, uh, and a bhakti yogi is the wisest of all. Uh, in that sense, you know, I understood. So I am looking for that particular verse, which is very amazing. I, I like the way, ah, no, not that. You know, Prabhupada very nicely says 
um, that the, there are so many wise people in the kingdom. Who is a wise person? First, first thing, first he defines who is a wise person. Who is actually work, using the human body to go back to God. Okay? By karma yoga or jnana yoga or bhakti yoga. People who are trying. Whoever is trying is wise. Okay, so they are differently wise. Okay? So then Prabhupada says that um, uh, actually devotee is the wisest of all. He says in the purpose. No? Devotee is the wisest of all. And then he says that the king has to be the wisest. You know? The king in a kingdom has to be the wisest because if he is not wisest, how is he going to control the uh, people under him? Because uh, there will be all these, um, um, you know, all these sadhak, all these uh, practitioners who want to go back to uh, spiritual uh, life practitioners. They will all be wise at different levels. So, unless you are the wisest, you cannot control them. Like that, so far as you know, I, I found it very uh, interestingly amusing, spiritually. Ah, I got it. Yes, it is first canto, chapter 12. Verse number 26, first canto, chapter 12, verse number 26. Uh, in that, it is told that, purport, first sentence, you know, um, the wisest man in the world is a devotee of the Lord. The sages are called wise men, and there are different types of wise men for different branches of knowledge. Unless, therefore, see, there are different types of wise men for different branches of knowledge. That's why I said Karma Yoga, Jnana Yoga. So everybody, according to their practice, um, they will be getting more and more. Krishna Dadami Buddhi Yogam, right? When little bhakti is mixed, Krishna will um, give little bit of um, direction, little bit of knowledge. You know? When bhakti is mixed in Jnana Yoga, little knowledge and detachment comes. And bhakti is to the extent bhakti is there, you know, and bhakti alone, you know, can give you knowledge and detachment. So everybody who gets knowledge is wise. So everybody are differently wise. So Prabhupada writes in the purport. Uh, Third sentence, unless therefore the king or the head of the state is the wisest man, he cannot control all types of wise men in the state. See, he cannot control all types of wise men in the state. This is what Prabhupada is saying. So in the line of royal succession in the family of Maharaja Yudhishthira, all the kings without exception were the wisest men of men of their times. And so also it is foretold that Maharaja Parikshit and his son Maharaj Janmejaya, who was yet to be born, such wise kings can become chastisers of upstarts and uprooters of Kali or quarrelsome elements. So this is what I wanted to tell you. That you see, king means he has to be the wisest man. Why he should be the wisest man? Then only he can control the wise people in the kingdom who are called as different sages. You know? Different sages or people who are following different branches of knowledge. You know? They all will be wise differently. If you want to control all of them and, um, you know, uh, and be an able king who protects, who controls, who enlightens, who inspires the praja in his kingdom, then he has to be the wisest man. The king has to be the wisest man. Means, uh, who is the wisest man? Prabhupada says in the first sentence of um, 26th verse purport of 12th chapter of 1st canto, 1.12.26, first sentence, wisest man in the world is a devotee of the Lord. You see? So, now how is it connected to this particular verse? Huh? This is, now I come back to our today's verse, Canto 6, Chapter 4, Verse 12. Here we see that um, the duty of the king is to see all the parents do their duty properly. Means he has to control the parents. And similarly, the king is also responsible for overseeing the other protectors. See, who are the other protectors? We read it in the transition. Husband is a protector. Now, is every husband doing the duty of protecting his woman? That's what is the duty of a king to see. Is every householder 
uh, protecting the beggars. Now beggars means they are not professional beggars um, who are singing, uh, you know, uh, some mundane songs and expecting us to pay some charity. Not them. Beggars means those who are great sannyasis and wonderful brahmanas who are living to serve the society. Such people, they also live on charity many times, you know, um, and sannyasis are supposed to live only on charity. And uh, brahmanas were also living on charity. So such brahmanas and such sannyasis were supposed to be maintained and, and um, they are termed as beggars here, Prabhupada is like that. So are our householders properly taking care of such um, beggars? Are every, uh, each, uh, is every husband taking care of his wife or his wives? And is every, um, you know, um, um, father and mother taking care of their children? So to ensure that all these people are doing their duty is the duty of the king. What is the duty of the king? To ensure that all these leaders, a father is a leader, a mother is a leader for their children. Are they doing their duty towards the children? Is a husband doing duty towards his wife? Is um, a learned person doing the duty towards the ignorant people who come to him and ask for, like the students who go and ask questions to the gurus in the gurukula. Are gurus teaching every ignorant soul? You know, um, uh, so all these things, you know, king has to take care to see that everybody does it. And how he can do that? Unless he is um, wise, you know. So the king has to be wise. This means the king has to be a devotee. If the king is a devotee, then he can ensure all these things are happening nicely because um, he can preach you know, and he can ensure that great sannyasis come and preach to his whole kingdom so that everybody follows their, you know, uh, making someone do their duty is very difficult if we are non-devotees because we cannot order someone to do their duty. Just like uh, we need not do our duty, they too will not do. And uh, in our, we cannot be present at all places. So, they will, they need not do their duty also. But it becomes very easy, you know. We can ensure that everybody, even I and you, we can ensure that the whole world does their duty. You know how? <laughs> if if we are devotees, if we are the wisest, we can make the whole world do it. How? As a wisest person, we can do it. If we are practicing pure devotional service, all the 24 hours, we are simply doing things to please Krishna, then, uh, when we share our realizations and shastras and uh, when we share what we have learned from our spiritual master and from Guru Parampara, whatever we have learned, we say it with our realization and uh, it will convince, you know, we, if, we will be, if we are pure devotees, we will, our intelligence will be, we will be wisest, our intelligence will be sharp. So we will be able to speak in a way the opposite person is convinced. Then only we are called Uttamadhikari. Means, wisest means when we are Uttamadhikari, like Prabhupada is Uttamadhikari. He could very easily, you know, call scientists as rascals and still convince them. You know, that's because that was his uh, wisest. You know, devotee. Devotee means wisest. So, if the king is the wisest, like if you and I, if we are at the Uttamadhikari level, then we will be able to speak in a convincing manner. The minute a person, in the, if we speak on Facebook in a very convincing way, and if we have got, um, you know, a small number of people who are convinced and whose life changes because of hearing our philosophy, which we have learned from our spiritual master, from the Guru Parampara, when they are convinced, they will also become, you know, um, great, great devotees and they preach to others. They recommend this uh, information and others also will follow us. So we'll get a bigger group, bigger group. And then when we preach the whole philosophy, the whole world, if, if it is convinced, they will follow. But Prabhupada said, 
whole world will never be convinced because all are not at the same level some people will not even want to hear you you know there are some categories of people no matter how nice you are they don't want to change you know so such people may not hear you uh, but um, but you know um, supposedly they want to change they try to hear and if you are the wise if you are the uttamadikari by your speech they will listen they will get convinced once they are convinced then they will fall whether you are watching or whether you are not watching they are convinced now for example you and i we are convinced to do 16 rounds our guru maharaj we have promised to guru maharaj we will do guru maharaj may not be physically seeing us but we are doing it even behind his back we are doing our 16 rounds daily without fail why because we are convinced we are convinced that we have no other hope to survive in this material world which is full of dangers at every step we are convinced so like that if we are at that uttamadikari level and if we preach like how prabhupad preached and the world got convinced world means whoever listened to him got convinced like that if we preach if we are at prabhupad's level if we are at uttamadikari level then by the empowerment of um, our spiritual master by the mercy of gauranga guru you know uh, the people in front um, of a uttamadikari will get easily convinced when they are convinced we don't have to forcefully control them they will follow what they are convinced to do everybody will follow so that is what um, you know i wanted to explain here that a, a king you know if he is the wisest according to the first canto 12 chapter 26 verse if he is the wisest means if he is a devotee if he is a uttamadikari then you know he will be in a position to uh, preach the philosophy to the subjects of his kingdom that they will be so convinced that even without uh, even when he is not around watching everybody will be duty bound and doing every single thing to please the supreme lord means the king does not have to force them if he is just the wisest man if he is just a devotee a pure devotee of the lord if he just mm, says things and if he if he as is following things he is explaining things people get convinced and they will follow without the king supervising them without they personally monitoring you know people will all follow then you know everybody and and to make the people follow the duty of the king and that part was explained by the king of the moon soma to this um, people who were trying to kill the trees who were trying to burn the trees okay so now the next words i hope it is clear um i just to the prachetas soma specifies the prachetas um by these words now what else he has to say need to specify the prachetas is canto 6 chapter 4 text 30 antar deheshu bhutanam atmaste hari rishwaraha sarvam tad tishnyam ikshadvam evam vastoshito hyatau Passion by Shri Prabhupada. What's the time? Oh, it's 5:24 already. Okay, let me finish up to 5:30, uh, and then I'll continue with the Narsimha Dev's uh, talks today. Mm, translation by Shri Prabhupada, Chai Shri Prabhupada. The Supreme Personality of God is situated in the and the Super Soul within the cores of the hearts of all living entities, whether moving or non-moving, including men, birds, animals, trees, and indeed all living entities. therefore you should consider every body as a residence or a temple of the lord by such vision you will satisfy the lord 
you should not angrily kill this living entity in the form of trees offered by Srila Prabhupada. Jai Srila Prabhupada. As stated in Bhagavad Gita and confirmed by all Vedic scriptures, Ishwara Sarva Bhutanam Pradeshi Arjuna The super soul is situated within everyone's heart. Therefore, since everybody's body is the residence of Supreme Lord, one should not destroy the body because of unnecessary envy. This will dissatisfy the super soul. Soma told the Prachetas that because they had tried to satisfy the super soul, now they should not dispute it. See, these Prachetas, they had gone and done so much of tapasya and they had got the blessings of the Lord and now they are doing something opposite. See, that this is a nice way of giving correction. Especially to the good category of people who are intelligent, who understand, even if they commit mistakes, if we explain to them, if we convince them, they understand. So Soma is doing a great job by explaining beautifully, by saying that you are the ones who wanted to please the Lord and how you can do something displeasing when Lord is sitting in the hearts of the trees, if you cut them down, won't the Lord be displeased? The same Lord was pleased with you, won't he be displeased? So you see, he's seen different arguments to say why he should not, why Prajita should not burn the trees. Next verse, which is very interesting, I want to cover that and then we'll continue with some of these talks. Text 14, second to 6, chapter 4, text 14. Yes, samud patitam deha akashan manyu ulbanam atma jinyasaya yache sagunan ativartate one who inquires in self-realization and thus subdues his powerful anger, which awakens suddenly in the body as if falling from the sky, transcends the influence of modes of neutral nature. When one becomes angry, he forgets himself and his situation. But if one is able to consider his situation by knowledge, one transcends the, transcends the influence of modes of material nature. One is always a servant of lusty desires, anger, greed, illusion, envy, and so forth. But if one obtains sufficient strength in spiritual advancement, one can control them. One who obtains such control will always be transcendently situated, untouched by the modes of material nature. This is only possible when one fully engages in the service of the Lord. As the Lord says in Bhagavad Gita, 14th chapter, verse 26, Mamcha Yogya Bichari Na Bhakti Yogi Na Sivati Sagunan Samati Pheitan Brahma Bhoyaya Kalpati It means, one who engages in full devotional service, who does not fall down in any circumstance, at once transcends the modes of material nature and thus comes to spiritual platform. By engaging one in devotional service, the Krishna consciousness movement keeps one always transmitted to anger, greed, lust, envy and so forth. One must perform devotional service because otherwise one will be victimized by the modes of material nature. Okay? In this beautiful formula, if anybody asks you how to control anger, I am a very angry person. How to control lust? I'm very lusty. You know, how to control um, my greed, my attachment? You know, um, how to control my envy? Anybody? For all these problems, there's only one answer. Engage in devotional service without any cessation. Engage in 
devotional service without any cessation means in all circumstances in all all times wherever you go in whatever circumstance you are in whatever situation you are put in simply do devotional service now the question will come are i have lost the job and i have no enthusiasm to take up a job now uh, uh, will devotional service help me or should i not uh, you know look look for jobs and apply and simply by doing devotional service how i can i am worried and fearful and insecure about job loss now what can i do the answer is to devotional service now how doing devotional service will help the answer is you do you know daily daily read shrimad bhagavatam daily and how much you know at least at least 2 hours and whenever time permits you go on if if you have more time go on for more than 2 hours how much time as much time as you have and you know uh, when my daughter cooks i used to read 12 plus hours maybe around 14 hours of bhagavatam per day just few days back because we had exams and i had to study so i told bhakti today you cook i will study and then once i finish studying i will cook and you study like that no so we went on and i like came to know it's possible and you know as a result of that what happened today i am inspired to do morning program at 4:30 am and i was always telling we are not able to do it in the morning but now we are we have made the time table you know to wake up at um, around 3:40 and we rush for a shower we actually mop the house bhakti and i we take uh, 50 we, we mop or 60 40 whatever however So whoever does more, does more. Whoever does less, does less. And then we rush to the bathroom at 4:15 to brush and take a bath. Before brushing and bathing, we just mop the house. And uh, then we have two bathrooms. So we rush to the bathroom and we try to cover by 4:30. And somehow at 4:28, sometimes I do it. Sometimes it becomes 4:45. Doesn't matter. But we are ready. And before five, we are ready most of the day. Unless we have to travel. We have to travel. Sri Krishna tested us. He sent us for uh, hometown. You know. Uh, hectic journey, and he ensured that we felt sick. And he ensured that I got a bad headache. Still, you know, um, uh, still, uh, the next day when I was really having a bad headache, I handed over the responsibility to others. But um, and the next day when I'm all right, again we are back to form. We traveled back here. Then also, you know, like yesterday, uh, because we just returned the previous night yesterday morning. we did arati um, later because 8 o'clock i think uh, we got up by maybe 6 o'clock or something and then uh, no maybe around uh, 4:30 yeah i got up at 4:30 uh, yesterday morning and i went on cleaning because we were out of station i took two hours of cleaning and my daughter was not well so i had to the whole house and then um, we all got ready and around 8 o'clock or something we did arati i don't remember the exact time today But today, you know, I said, okay, today immediately we don't have to jump to four thirty. We will just allow our body to recover, and we will do it. And then we did the arati around five forty today, five forty a.m. Tomorrow we have decided that we are going to start at four thirty. Now, from where did this enthusiasm come? Because when we are learning Bhagavatam daily, hours together, and hearing lectures, Gauranga Darshan Prabhu said, see, uh, you know, we have to have attachment for Krishna like the gopis. He said. attachment to krishna means uh, like the gopis but we don't have then what to do in our case then we have to develop attachment by having an attachment for the morning program develop attachment if one day you miss morning program you should feel oh i missed i missed on every day chant i missed the morning program you know i could not hear bhagavatam you should feel bad about it you know 
we don't have we don't feel bad because we are away from Krishna. No, no problem. At least let us feel bad that the thing that we are doing, devotional service, that is morning program, that we could not let us feel bad. Then I realized, okay, I'm not doing morning program only. Let me do it. That is, you know, and then let me develop that attachment and let me feel the pain that I could not do it. So I'm I'm feeling pain today that I could not do it at four thirty. I did at five thirty today. But tomorrow at least we have to, all of us feel tomorrow we should do at four thirty. And you know our altar is getting better. We have put a screen. You know, we had a nice uh, wooden door, but now from the door to the door we put a screen and we got a peacock feather curtain you know, on Amazon, which is so beautiful. If you want, I can send a photo of that. How it now looks, you know, if if you want, you know. So like that, you know, how now everything is improving. It was just Bhagavatam. See, by reading Bhagavatam every day for the sake of exam, I read. You know, I didn't read it. Uh, for the morning program or something, I just read that Krishna. I don't want to do it for exam as it. I I want to do it for my purification. I want to do it for developing Krishna thing. But actually, I was saying that and please help me to feel the urge to develop Krishna thing. Help me to feel the urge to do all the duties nicely. Um, this way I prayed. But I was doing it because I had exam also. I was doing it mainly because exam also was there. So I had to prepare. So exam is there again in June. So again, I have to prepare. So I cannot, I can never stop Bhagavatam now for the next four or five years. You know, nearly two years for six cantos. Next two years for next six cantos we will be doing. And in three three months we are finishing ten ten chapters. So in the next uh, six months my second canto also will finish. Now we are in the second half of the first canto. Very quickly it's going. But when it goes very quickly, how much do we pro? Uh, how much do we you know progress in devotional service? It depends on our sincerity. It, I really want to do uh, absorb study, so I'm spending, as I told you, as many hours as possible per day. You know, we are keeping minimum time for housekeeping and cooking, and maximum time. Um, and, and in the minimum cooking time, I, I want to cook again. I want to see the house as a temple, so I want to cook like a temple. So I want to make it um, as simple feast as possible. So cooking is getting better in shorter span of time, and cleaning is getting better in shorter span of time. And my studies is getting better in the bigger span of time, and um, uh, you know, and my attitudes are doing uh, like I read in Shrimad Bhagavatam that in this whole world there's nothing but Krishna. Huh? It was shocking. I thought yes, it is. There's nothing but Krishna. Yes, um, because everything else is temporary. All relationships are temporary, but relation with Guru and Krishna is permanent. So there's nothing but Guru and Krishna. Saying Guru and Krishna is very as good as there's nothing but because Guru for a disciple is Krishna himself. You know, so there's nothing but Krishna. And then in another place, Prabhupada says the essence of everything is Krishna. So if that that's what is the essence, that if, if I have only Krishna, if you have only Krishna in your life, then see your house like Krishna's house, temple. If then then who am I to Krishna? I'm his servant, Das. I'm his servant, Dasi. You know, and what is my business? Whatever business I'm allotted by the Lord to do, that is my business, and I should be doing it for nothing but that one person, Krishna. So, if that is the goal, then every duty of mine, you know, I'm now trying to do it for Krishna's sake. So, what happened is just reading Bhagavatam transformed me. Same way, a person who is jobless, if he reads Bhagavatam with all his heart and soul, means, in other words, don't read Bhagavatam to get a job. But read Bhagavatam like as if you have no other shelter but Bhagavatam when you're jobless. Read, read Bhagavatam uh, and, and try to apply what you're reading. You know, try to apply. You know. 
beg Bhagavatam, don't think that you can understand by indulgence. Beg Bhagavatam, make you understand. Beg Bhagavatam and try to read. And what will happen, you know, you will end up um, um, doing things, you know, the way Bhagavatam wants you to do. And that will make you do perfect uh, in everything. Then you will feel, then why in my duty I should fail? Why not I take up a job also? Why not I look for a job also? You will be inspired. When you become perfect in every angle of life, you will be inspired to do your job also, you know, literal job also. Why? Because it's a duty to feed the devotee family members. You know, or if they are non-devotees, it's a duty to take care of the non-devotees who are gifted by Krishna. Means they are Krishna's people. If they are not devotees, they are Krishna's people. If they are devotees, then they are anyway Krishna's people. You know, so that way when you see, you will be able to do everything. So from my practical experience, I have understood reading Bhagavatam corrected me in every aspect of my life. And today, my house is looking much more beautiful than um, ever before. Um, I had come to the phase of keeping the house like a temple. But now it is more beautiful temple. It's more perfect. And the inmates in, the, um, in this temple are more happier. So today, my husband also said, this is looking clean. The house was always clean. But what happened is in this room where I am now sitting, there was one table you know, in a very nice corner. The table, I have put it as Lord's dining table now, you know. So that, that dining table space became empty. And as he enters this room, it's looking now more pretty. So you see, my husband, he, he will not easily appreciate. But he also felt like appreciating. How? Bhagavatam. So I read Bhagavatam. Why? Only for my exam purpose. I had no option. But I had to read because I have a commitment to pass in the exam. But when I did it for exam purpose, I just beg, give me Krishna Prem. Give me the mood to beg for Krishna Prem. That's all. And you see what all is happening in my life. You know, I'm sure it will help me to progress tremendously. So I am telling you all. You all also simply read Bhagavatam and understanding Bhagavatam is your Krishna. And if Krishna can give you 100 things, Bhagavatam can also give you the same 100 things. If Krishna wants to give you 1000 things, Bhagavatam also will want to give you 1000 things. Provided you Spend time with Bhagavatam. Spend time with Bhagavatam. See, holy name when you chant, if we are not sufficiently humble, holy name will not reveal the form to you. But Bhagavatam, with whatever little humility we have when we approach, it's giving us so much of information. Is that information material? No, it's transcendental. So that information is going to do transformation in our hearts. You know, so much that we will become so much pure at our heart that then we will be able to chant holy name also humbly then the only name will be easily able to reveal the form. Means the more of Bhagavatam reading, you know, the more purification, the more transformation, the more faster transformation that our holy name also will be better. So, um, and not only holy name, in our material duties will be better. We'll feel that and when I'm doing everything else nicely, why not I do my dealings with my family members more nicely? You know, we'll be inspired to do why get into a quarrel and lose time over a quarrel and then lose time on reading Srimad Bhagavatam. So for the sake of reading Srimad Bhagavatam, we'll keep better relationships in the family. Everything will fall into place. In, this, uh, in the whole process of reading Bhagavatam, we feel sometimes Narasimha Devi is totally forgotten. So now I'm switching over. So this was the... Uh, oh, did I read everything? Yes, I, I completed this. Yeah. So this way, you know, the conclusion is that by reading Bhagavatam, you will be able to conquer your anger, lust, greed, everything, as Prabhupada is saying. So Prabhupada is saying devotional service, fully engaged in devotional service. Now, what is that devotional service? I am uh, giving, uh, you know, my realization is that 
That devotional service is um, Shravanam. You know? Shravanam means reading Bhagavatam is as good as hearing Bhagavatam. It is Shravanam. You know? And Kirtanam. That is speak Bhagavatam. You know? um, so what is that? You know, spend more, keep aside big part of your time for reading Bhagavatam and to speak Bhagavatam or to live Bhagavatam. And then keep aside your two hours for chanting holy names nice. Humbly, nicely. So this much if you do, then you will be transcending the modes of meditation. You will not be disturbed by anger, lust, greed, anything. So that is the summary. So sorry, we could only do up to the 14th verse. I can go on reading, um, but I think that somebody else will be sending the reading because tomorrow. Um, or, uh, yeah, I will be the, uh, the Narsimha Dev's part now. My last nine minutes are left. So Narsimha Dev, you know, we do reading of Bhagavatam very nicely. And finally what happens is, Narsimha Dev we remember only during the Aarti time, right? Narsimha <laughs> Other times we are only thinking of Bhagavatam, we are thinking of holy names, we think of uh, our worship of deities, maybe Gaurnitai or Radhamata Mata, whoever. You know, Narsimha Dev uh, we remember during the Aarti time and at the time we are in distress, right? Whenever we have any difficulty in doing focusing on holy names, then Narsimha Dev, please remove my obstacles. I'm not able to focus. Or whenever there's a threat in the office, Narsimha Dev, please help me to face my boss. He's really a cheater, crooked. Whenever they have a pro- we have a problem in our family, somebody is really angry with us. Narsimha Dev, please help me to face the situation. So Narsimha Dev, we are going to him only when we are in trouble. <laughs> only when, most of the times, you know, um, uh, there's hardly anybody who says I have only Narsimha Dev in my altar and then Panchatattva and Guru Parampara. You know, um, I have all other photos, but I have deity of Narsimha. No, everybody has deities of uh, other deities and maybe photograph of Narsimha Dev. But Narsimha Dev is so dear to the devotees. This, uh, I'm just speaking my realization a little bit because I was feeling like that today, Narsimha. What I'm doing for you? That's what I thought today. Your birthday, but you know, appearance day. But what I'm doing for you? All I do is I'm asking for favors, favors, and favors. Am I doing anything specifically, specially for you? I know that you like the panaka, you know, uh, uh, water with the jaggery and some pepper powder, and I don't know the recipe also fully. You know, you, do I do I take trouble to give you daily panaka? No, I don't do that. You know, I know you, uh, I know you like that, but am I doing it for you? No, I'm not doing it. But what I'm doing, I'm doing what I like. That is, I like my comfort. So I, uh, I run to you whenever I'm in trouble. And what you do? You mercifully remove my troubles. You will not say, oh, you are coming only when you are in need. You are not coming other times. Huh? You are not, not saying that. But you are always mercifully, you know, uh, mercifully um, solving my problems. You are helping me out. So I am coming always only at the hour of need. Means a friend in need is a friend indeed. I felt Narsimha Dev like my best friend. You know, he's he's always there. Whenever I am in trouble, he's always there. When I'm not in trouble, how much I'm remembering Narsimha. So I was begging the pardon from Narsimha Dev. Narsimha Dev, I'm so sorry that you know I I am I'm not able, I'm not doing much for you, but I'm so uh, amazed and grateful to you. I'm very grateful to you because you are always there. Whenever I call you for help, you are there. Hmm? You're non-judgmental. You are not saying why you're not, uh, you know, looking at me other times. Except at the Aarti, then then you forget about me. No, but you're so nice, Narsimha Dev. 
you know, like that I was thinking. But um, I want to read something which my, my Guru Maharaj, you know, uh, was meditating upon today in uh, Facebook. Um, he says on behalf of this Nasim Chaturdashi, this is the meditation. So I just want to read out, that is um, the verse from the 7th canto. Um, seventh canto, um, chapter number um, uh, 9, verse number 22, you know, um, which I just read the translation for you. Okay, I'll read um, the verse also. That is um, Canto 7, chapter 9, verse 22, which says, Satvam hi nitya vijitatma gunasvadham nam palo vashi krita visrijya visarga shakti chakri vishrishtam ajayeshwara shodashare nishpidya manam upakarsha vibhokapannam Translation, Canto 7, Chapter 9, Text 22, Translation. My dear Lord, this is Prahlad Maharaj is telling to Narsimadev. Okay? He's trying to pacify Narsimadev with this particular prayer. So we would like to meditate the same. Um, my dear Lord, O Supreme Great, you have created this material world of 16 constituents, but you are transcendental to their material qualities. In other words, these material qualities are under your full control and you are never conquered by them. Therefore, the time element is your representation. My Lord, O Supreme, no one can conquer you. As for me, however, I am being crushed by the wheel of time and therefore I surrender fully unto you. Now kindly take me under your protection of your lotus feet. The wheel of material miseries is also a creation of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. But he is not under the control of material energy. Rather, he is the controller of material energy Whereas we the living entities are under its control. When we give up our constitutional position, Jivera Swarupahai Krishna Nityadas, the Supreme Personality of God had created this material energy and her influence over the conditioned soul. Therefore, he is the Supreme and only he can deliver the conditioned soul from the onslaught of material nature. Maam evaye prapadyante mayam etam tatantarantite. Maya, the external energy, continuously imposes upon the conditioned souls the suffering of the threefold miseries of this material world. Therefore, in the previous verse, Prahlad Maharaj prayed to the Lord, but for your Lordship, no one can save me. Prahlad Maharaj has also explained that a child's protectors, his parents, cannot save the child from the onslaught of birth and death. Nor can a medicine and a physician save one from death. Nor can a boat or similar means of protection save a person drowning in the water. For everything is controlled by the Supreme Personality of God. Therefore, suffering humanity must surrender to Krishna, as Krishna himself demands in the last instruction of Bhagavad Gita, 18th chapter 66th verse, Sarvadarman Parithyajya, Mame Kam Sharanam Raja, Aham Tvam Sarvapape Bhyo Mukshe Shami Mashucha. Abandon all varieties of religion and just surrender unto me. I shall deliver you from all sinful reaction. Do not fear. All of human society must take advantage of this offer and thus be saved by Krishna from the danger of being crushed by the wheel of time. The wheel of past, present and future. The word Nishpediamanam means being crushed is very significant. Every living entity in the material, condi material condition is actually being crushed again and again. And to be saved from this position, one must take shelter of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Then one will be happy. The word Prapannam is also very significant. For unless one fully surrenders to the Supreme Lord, one cannot be saved from being crushed. A criminal is put in the prison and punished by the government, but the same government, if it likes, can release the criminal from imprisoned life. Similarly, we must know conclusively 
that our material condition of suffering has been allotted to us by Supreme Personality of Godhead. And if we want to be saved from this suffering, we must appeal to the same controller. Thus one can be saved from this material condition. So this was the meditation which my Guru Maharaj has done. And um, it, it explains that, um, you know, we are being, um, we are being crushed by the wheel of time. Means with time, whatever has to happen is happening in our lives. But Krishna, the creator, um, you know, is not um, touched by the time, you know, wheel of time. Therefore, he's really great. Imagine that everybody in the material world is getting crushed. Only one person is uh, going untouched by that wheel of time. And he stays transcendental. And he is the controller of that, you know. So then, and he is himself time, you know. Um, uh, he's the controller of the material nature and, uh, you know, um, material nature is what punishes with the wheel of time. So he's a controller of material nature and he's himself time also. So now, you know, uh, if we are all getting crushed and if he's the only saver and he can save us from the wheel of time. So now, isn't it common sense that we have to surrender to him? So that's what Prahlad is saying. Oh, Narsimha Dev, you know, you, you have finished off my father. My father was doing so many dramas with me. But you completely finished the life story of my father. You know, and uh, you protected me, and you protect my devotional service to you. Actually, Prabhupada in the first canto, you know, in the first canto, uh, he is telling about Prahlad Maharaj. I, I found it a little spiritually hilarious what Prabhupada is saying. You know, um, he is saying that um, uh, to Narsimha Dev that oh, Narsimha Dev, um, and I'm trying to recollect, I'm paraphrasing it because I don't know again whether I find it or not. There it is. Uh, you know. Um, it is saying that Prahlad Maharaj, hi, I come from the world of Prahlad comes from. Um, yeah, it is, I tell you which verse. They are comparing Parishit Maharaj will be like him, like them, like them. Then it says that the Parishit Maharaj will be like Prahlad Maharaj. You know? uh, so in that particular um, verse, in the 12th chapter of 1st Canto, we get to see how Prabhupada is very, very um, nicely writing. Uh, here it is, see. With the 25th verse, you know, um, Prabhupada uh, says, Prahlad Maharaj was an authority in the devotional service of the Lord because he had his father killed by Lord Narsimhadev, setting the example that even a father should be removed from the path of devotional service if such a father happens to be an obstacle. You know, he had four sons and the eldest Virochana is the father of Bali Maharaj mentioned above. History of Prahlad Maharaj activities is described in the seventh canto Shmadabhava. See, here Prabhupada is saying, Prahlad Maharaj was an, see here he is saying that, um, um, I, I read it out once again. He was the first son of Hiranyakashpu, who Prahlad Maharaj. Okay, the whole para, I'll, I'll, Prahlad Maharaj topic, let us read that. This is canto 1, chapter 12, verse 25. Title is, uh, title of second para is Prahlad Maharaj. A perfect devotee of Lord Krishna, that is Vishnu. His father, Hiranyakashipu, chastised him severely when he was only five years old for his becoming an Almeloy devotee of the Lord. He was the first son of Hiranyakashipu and his mother's name was Kayadu. Pralat Maharaj was an authority in the devotional service of the Lord because he had his father killed by Lord Narsamadeva. Setting in the example that even a father should be removed from the path of devotional service, if such a father happens to be an obstacle, <laughs> this is what was a little humorous for me. Because Prahlad uh, Maharaj did not ask Narsimhadev to kill his father. Because Narsimhadev's plan, but Prabhupada is beautifully putting it that way. He had his father killed because he was calling out. See, when father is harassing, he is calling out the Lord's name. And Lord killed, Lord is the needful. 
you know, he just wanted the chance to uninterruptedly chant. That's all. You know, so indirectly, Prahlad Maharaj uh, had his father cheers like that. You know, indirectly. No, it's not directly. Indirectly, he had his father cheers. And Prabhupada, after saying he had his father cheers, he saying he's setting an example. You know, he's getting your father cheers. It's also it's, a, it's setting an example. Prabhupada said that maybe actually I found um, <laughs> nice spiritual humor there. Setting the example that even a father should be removed from the path of devotional service if the father happens to be an obstacle. You see, so uh, here Prabhupada uh, is saying that Prahlad uh, Maharaj, and he's saying because Prahlad did all this, he becomes the authority in devotional service. You see, Prabhupada is writing like that. So I don't know why I wanted to say this for you, but, um, but I like the way Prabhupada put it that. Um, uh, that Prahlad Maharaj um, said on the Lord, yeah, let us, uh, let us continue with this particular verse of 7th Kendo, 9th chapter, verse 22, uh, which says that wheel of time can crush everybody except people like Prahlad Maharaj who are taking shelter of Narasimhadev's seat or Krishna's seat or Gauranga's seat, you know, uh, whoever or Vishnu's seat, you know, whoever takes shelter of the lotus feet of Vishnu or Narasimhadev like Prahlad did, then what happens is, you know, then they become the authority because Prahlad uh, became an authority in the district. Uh, he became a Mahajana, right? Because he had his father killed. Prabhupada had his father killed because the father was an obstacle to devotional service. You see, even if he is one's father, then, you know, um, all we want to do is devotional service. So in, in this whole world, there is only one thing that is Krishna. The essence of everything is Krishna. Yes? For Krishna's service, anything is an obstacle, obstacle shall be removed. By Lord Narasimhadev. Prahlad didn't ask him to remove, but Narasimhadev removed the obstacles. So Narasimhadev has his plans. You know, so Prahlad didn't ask. Narasimhadev has his plans. Narasimhadev will do whatever has to be done to ensure that his devotees can smoothly practice devotional service to Radha Madan Mohan, to Gauranga, to Nityananda Prabhu, to Narasimhadev himself, to Lord Vishnu, like that. You know? So um, Prahlad was a great devotee. And Narasimhadev is a great master for all of us. Even in Mayapur Dham, when the decoys came to steal the deities, the beautiful Radha Mother deities, they tried to move from the altar, you know, and they shot the people. And Bhakti Raghavan Maharaj got shot by the decoys' bullets, and he lost his leg also. But um, Maharaj shot them back and chased them, you know. Um, uh, but you know, later it was decided that for the safety, Prabhupada, we said that, uh, that you know, for the safety of um, the temple, we should have all installed Narasimhadev. Ugra Narasimha was installed for the safety of Mayapur now, so that no other problems will come in future like this. So, Narasimhadev, you know, um, is called, everybody needs Narasimhadev for protection. So, um, at least on its appearance day, you know, if at all, you are like me, you know, maybe there are people who are really taking care of Narasimhadev more nicely, you know, uh, like they take care of other laws. Suppose if uh, you are like me, who runs to Narasimha only when we are in need, suppose you are like that, then today is the day, you know, um, to to say um, to Narasimhadev that, dear Narasimhadev, you know, you are so great, you remove the obstacle from Prahlad Maharaj's life. You are so great, you are transcendental to the time wheel, the, the Kala Chakra. Um, you are controlling the literal nature. You, know? uh, you are the creator in, in the sense, you, know, uh, you have created the material world of 16 constraints, like how 
seventh canto ninth chapter verse 22 translation says nursema gladisi you have created metal world of 16 constitutes you are the controller so please um, please you know, accept my loving humble grateful obeisances many many times on your auspicious appearance day it's only because you appeared in your angry form today i am living fearlessly in apostle my devotional service practices oh my dear lord narsimadi because you appeared i feel sheltered at my times of disturbances and difficulties oh my dear lord because you appeared today i am confident i feel sheltered and happy but i am not able to lovingly convey this kind of uh, prayers to you mm, daily you know but um, i come to you when i am in distress but uh, please forgive me and please continue to protect me and all the devotees in the world who are um, undergoing tough times now at different parts of the country is being abused by the atheists and things like that please protect devotional service and please help the golden age to manifest dear lord narsimadev just like you um, allowed the golden age to manifest in the life of prahlad maharaj by killing the obstacle his father please destroy the obstacles in the lives of all the devotees and you have appeared and please um, do this particular you know um, um, blessing give us the blessing uh, by destroying the obstacles in our lives so that we can uh, go on doing devotional service more and more nicely to holy names to shino bhagavata to our worshipable deities to lord gauranga and to you also dear narsimadev may we lovingly gratefully remember you every day and may we behave in a way that pleases you um, and and all the devotees and lord krishna and our guru and uh, you all can uh, pray according to um, your relationship with narsimadev but um, for today the meditation was canto 7 chapter 9 verse 22 which says that narsimha um, is um, you know is the um, one who is going to destroy all obstacles uh, including the kala um, Uh, we will not be crushed by the wheel of kala if we surrender to narsimadev and ask for his um, protection so that we can nicely engage in the rest of our life you know um, by pleasing guru and krishna every moment so we we beg our um, you know blessings we beg blessings from lord narsimadev so that we can um, engage in devotional service more and more nicely in a uninterrupted way unmotivated way and unconditional way from now on for the rest of our life we don't know how long is our life but how much ever time we may be left with in this lifetime may we all do our best by the most merciful shelter and blessings of the major hurdle obstacle remover lord narsimadev so lord narsimadev bhagwan ki jai इस नरसिंहदेव एपीरेंस डे महामहोत्सव की जय भक्त प्रहलाद महाराज की जय सो थैंक यू वेरी मच योर डिवोटीज इफ यू हैव एनी कमेंट्स और इफ यू हैव एनी क्वेश्चंस यू आर मोस्ट वेलकम आई विल बी हियर विद यू फॉर द नेक्स्ट 10 मिनट्स 
then I have to rush to get ready to go to temple. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, what are you done to know all the profile? It's such a nice class, especially at the end. Uh, your point and uh, prayer, Lord Nashimati, the move that you can so much enhanced uh, at least my uh, mood of uh, um, mood of prayer, mood of surrender to Lord Nashimati, especially that. Uh, uh, but for you, uh, devotees would have been uh, tormented by the demons uh, um, just because you have it's because you appeared that uh, the devotees are fearlessly able to execute the devotional service at the lotus feet of you and lord krishna um, so that uh, that that mood was so nice and touching and uh, thank you for conveying that uh, it really enriches our prayers thank you so much Thank you so much, dear Bharata Prabhu. I didn't know that it could help. It was just my feelings. And I'm so happy that it helped you also. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I really relished hearing you, though initially the voice was breaking. But then it was smooth. Thank you so much, dear Bharata Prabhu, for your active participation today also. If anybody else has any other comments or questions, please ask. Hare Krishna. Uh, Hare Krishna Mataji, please accept my humble obeisances. All good, Shula Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. Uh, Mataji, it was uh, very wonderful and nectarine to hear you today. Happy Nasima Chaturdashi to you and everyone there. And uh, really, I don't have any question. I had one question, but I think Shamarika got that. It was uh, Nasima Suti uh, was done by Prahlad Maharaj. So, what was that? Worst number, Mataji, is it possible for you to just put that worst number? I wish you the same. I wish you happy Narsim Chaturdashi to you too. Thank you, And you are asking about Narsim Stuti, right? Narsim yeah, Stuti right. means not the one which I read, na? 7th Canto 9th Chapter 22nd verse. You mean the whole um, prayers? That Kavach. I do not know, Prabhu. I have to, I have to go through. Narsim Nasima Kavach, ah, okay. That I do not know. Uh, I will have to check, maybe. Okay. Um, in Bhagavad Subodhini, I may find it easily, but right now I won't be able to scroll and tell you. If someone else knows, they can tell. If someone else knows. Nasima Kavach is in which verse? Yeah, Hare Krishna Mataji. And it's uh, 7.9.12.50. Those are the verses of Nasima Chatur, uh, sorry, Stuti by Prahlad Maharaj in Bhagavatam. Yeah, that, those are Stuti, but uh, in terms of the Kavach Sotram, that is in Brahmanda Puran. Brahmanda Puran, okay. Yeah, Thank you so much, dear Shamarasika Mataji and Partha Prabhu. That was so nice. Uh, yes, um, I hope. Prabhu will get his answer because I don't know. Thank you, know thank the you, Pastor Prabhu. Would you please repeat that what you said, Prabhu? Which Puran? Brahmanda Puran, okay. The, the, the Kavach is in Brahmanda Puran, yeah. Okay, yeah. 
Yeah, thank you, Prabhuji, because this Kavacham is really effective whenever there are any problems, you know, health issues, any any kind of disasters, you know. Nothing Kavach, uh, which Prasad Maharaj has uh, said, he sung that uh, after Hiran Kashipu was killed, so it was uh, uh, like, it was a mercy from Prasad Maharaj, it was the prayers, we can say, and the stuti, what I said earlier, to Lord Nusimadev, but at the same time, through that sutra, uh, sorry, through that kaucha, all mercy uh, has already given by Nusimadev uh, Dev to everyone. So, yeah, in case of difficulties, that is only, uh, you know, we can take the shelter of that kaucha. It is really effective. Thank you, Mataji. Thank you, Prabhuji. Hare Krishna. Thank, thank you. you, Prabhu, and thank you to Parata Prabhu also. Hare Krishna. Anybody has any other comments or questions? Please have. Hare Krishna Mataji, Madhanath Pranam to you and all the devotees on the call. Wishing everybody a very happy Narsinga Chaturdashi. And the Lord, our Lord of Protection is, you know, we're going to celebrate that today. And uh, you rightly said in your class that whenever we, uh, you know, we are always like... Uh, uh, asking something from Lord Narsingha Dev, uh, but uh, at the same time, if we contemplate on the prayers of Prahlad Maharaj, then we realize how, uh, you know, like how selfless he was, so much dependent on the Lord, that in, uh, in every circumstances, and also I always uh, feel that, uh, you know, like, uh, especially when uh, there are a lot of families, where everybody is not devotee. So what happens is that, uh, uh, like Pranad Maharaj's story is the ideal story. I mean, there, and the situation in the family cannot be worse than what Pranad Maharaj went through. Five-year-old sweet little boy going through so much. So it is really exemplary. It is really, if we, uh, you know, have any situation, even like situations, reverse situations, when, you know, there is, uh, you know, like... Uh, People are not very uh, good with you, especially when you're doing book distribution or something like that. Then, you know, that uh, we can just contemplate on uh, Pralad Maharaj, that how he, uh, you know, his uh, teachings and his dependence on Lord is so, so, so much at a high level that, uh, you know, Lord literally had to come uh, uh, to save him. And it was not even like uh, the, you know, the pillar famous story in ISKCON, but otherwise also when he was thrown in fire and everywhere, he was just sitting uh, in a cool-headed way. So if anybody gets angry or throws all kinds of things at us and, you know, we have to just remember Prahlad Maharaj, that's all we have to do <laughs> because, you know, he is exemplary. Just uh, all glories to Srila Prabhupada and Prahlad Maharaj. So, yeah, thank you so Beautiful. much. Thank you, Mataji, for wonderful class today and you know, uh, when you're, from your Bhagavatam class, uh, I was contemplating uh, on one thing when one time, we have to always remember Srila Prabhupada, you know, he's, whatever we have today, the Sangha here, Bhagavatam, everything is because of Srila Prabhupada, our Guru Maharaj. So, like, uh, when one time, I think, Srila Prabhupada was in a temple or somewhere, and then there was one tree was there the tree somebody cut out and Prabhupada said, why this tree was cut, you know, I think some branches were only cut. So we can understand our Acharya has such a consciousness 
consciousness, Srimad Bhagavatam, that consciousness of Srimad Bhagavatam, that he says, unless needed, then you cut the tree, branch of the tree. So how much compassion Prabhupada had for trees, and which are, you know, how we have this strata, like trees are grass, uh, then tree, and then animals, and, you know, insects, birds, and then human beings, and all that, movable, immovable. So, uh, like, uh, he was so concerned. So when you were giving this class, I was remembering Srila Prabhupada, that, you know, he was, he objected why the tree was cut, unless really needed. Otherwise, let the tree have the freedom to grow also because they that's also a living entity. And so wonderfully explained how, uh, you know, they are uh, like, uh, you know, I'm just not recollecting the names, but they're trying to say that even the trees are a part, part of a praja and that need to be, uh, you know, like uh, uh, trees are actually very beautiful. And uh, one time we had a lecture last Sunday in our uh, ISKCON temple and uh, the only creature or only living entity that is only giving is a tree only and even in the shishtashtakam uh, it's mentioned that you know they, they are tolerant and they're always giving like you know whatever you do to them uh, they if you cut them just like you know tree sometimes i remember like a cow you know cow is not an animal but cow is only giving giving everything you know <laughs> so trees also like that it's uh, you know like you can take the branches you can eat the fruit you can take the shade, so, and how we would know these things without Srila Prabhupada's uh, books, I don't know. I mean, I would have never ever thought that, you know, uh, that the tree is giving us so much unless, uh, like basic thing, you know, like, uh, uh, it sounds like, a, like, a, you know, like a elementary school thing, you know, the tree is giving us fruits, tree is giving shade, but there is so much of deep meaning behind that, that, you know, we can transform our life by taking an example of a tree, by just always trying to serve devotees, give, always giving that shade to everyone, you know, that help, and always uh, tolerating situations through, uh, you know, like our teachings and, and uh, you know, like things like that. So, so Mataji, whatever realization I spoke today is because of your class. Otherwise, not a single word uh, or thought was there in my mind at 7.20 a.m. And I'm thank you, thank you so much for reading, uh, you know, the, uh, the expert that you read from uh, Guru Maharaj. And, uh, you know, like, and I was really not, uh, uh, you know, like feeling, without this conference call, I was not feeling that it's, it's uh, Lord Narashivadev, uh, this thing today. I got up in the morning, I did my rounds. And then I was thinking, yeah, it's a normal Bhagavatam class. Then I said, oh, it's like today is a very great day. But your class made it, uh, you know, uh, I really, I suddenly got energy. And I thought, no, I'm not going to rest any more now. I have to get up, do things, you know, seva in the temple and all the other things. So thank you so much, Mataji, for, uh, you know, your voice is very soothing and your class is always uh, with so much of an, uh, excitement and uh, enthusiasm that, you know, it... Uh, it transforms our life here, all the way in America. <laughs> Thank you, Mataji. Hare Krishna. Dharat Pranam to you. How sweet, Mataji. It's actually so wonderful that you thought that whenever we uh, we become the garbage bin for the others, we should understand that we are not a bigger bin than Prahlad Maharaj was. Very beautiful. Very beautiful. Like how Prahlad Maharaj took all the garbage and still he was he did lose his school. <laughs> I think another example for the tolerance of trees, Prahlad Maharaj, <laughs> among the devotees, you know, maybe, I don't know. Uh, yes, you're right. Uh, trees, 
people may say please take water, please take minerals, they may say, but actually as you rightly said, um, it's a deep thing that please go on giving, giving, giving without any question. Why are you cutting me? They never, they go on giving, even if you cut, they still give. You cut nine branches out of ten, in the one branch the fruits will grow. They don't stop growing for you. You know, they don't stop growing. Such a, um, such a lovely quality tree any tree for that matter you know yes you're right Mataji we should we should take it as an example thank you so much and thank you for that motivating words um, as I told you uh, whatever I spoke today or as always you know I beg Guru Maharaj to speak through me so I was a media that Guru Maharaj used to um, speak to very wonderful devotees on the other side of the continent called US you devotees are wonderful that's why the messages uh, wonderful messages from the wonderful Lord are getting transmitted through this particular instrument called Amrita Madhvi Devidasi who's a servant so I only beg your blessings so that I the I may be a very nice servant through whom more and more um, nice instructions from Guru and Krishna will keep flowing will benefit you and it benefits me I am doing this seva for my own benefit of um, purification. Uh, let me um, tell you that those were the days when you people gave me this seva. I was not reading Bhagavatam except on the days that I'm, I was supposed to give a class for you all. And now um, because of your blessings, all of you people's blessings, whatever good wishes, whatever appreciation you have for me, Krishna and Guru are so pleased that today I'm madly reading Bhagavatam. I'm making time for it and in our house everybody knows that I will be in this corner reading, you know, all the time. Whenever I have time, I'll be with Bhagavatam. And uh, I was never like this in um, my life except in first part of my life when my daughter was just one and a half year old. And she and her father went to India. That time, 15 days, I was only with Bhagavatam. But after that, I never got a chance. And I, then when I had a chance, I didn't have that desire. But the desire came back by you people's blessings. So, um, you know, I am very grateful to you. If any good things are flowing through me, it's because you people have blessed me by your blessings that I've been used as Krishna's instrument. And um, now onwards, Bhagavatam also will use me nicely, I hope. So please bless me that I may do a very good study of Bhagavatam. And very good, I mean, study means we don't want to study. We only can take mercy. May I get time, may I be more regulated to sit in front of Bhagavatam more and more so that I can learn and apply more and more and I can share more and more so that I may be used as instrument for sharing more and more. That's all. Thank you so much. Anybody has one last person, if anybody has question or comment, we'll do. Otherwise, I have to end the call. And you all also have to end the call because you also have to go. Mataji, actually I had one com no, quite question. So, yes, you know, today is uh, like uh, fasting till dusk time, right? But sometimes children cannot do that. So, uh, can we give them a kadasi prasadam or fruit or uh, juice and things like that? Uh, and then... Yes. Uh, that's okay. So, but ikadashi, right? Yes. Even after...
after dusk also it's Ekadashi. See what you know. Now when we used to go for Janmashtami, uh, Nagar Sankirtan and all in the temple, they used to serve uh, actually Ekadashi Prasad if people cannot really tolerate. And I always used to eat Ekadashi Prasad. Whenever temple served on Janmashtami, I have taken. You know, those days because I used to run around in the sun and doing Sankirtan or whatever, you know, for whatever seva. Uh, I have taken. <clears throat> Today, of course, I wanted to live on water only. So I am waiting. So I thought, now we will break the fast at 6.35 is the evening sunset time. In Vaishnava calendar app, na, you get the evening time, <laughs> you know, the sunset time we get, you know, for every place. So uh, for our place, today it is 6.35 p.m. Uh, dusk time. And after that, I am planning to offer something, eat, and then uh, we are planning to go to temple for darshan today. Um, because it's already late and we don't have time to wait till prasadam in the temple. Uh, so we thought we'll have some prasad here, offer some fruits, ekadashi prasad. We are breaking it with ekadashi prasad. But yes, people who are young and uh, you know who cannot uh, control their hunger, old people or who can't, or medium-aged people like me who could not control uh, my hunger uh, for janmashtami or this, you know, uh, generally best is nirjal. If you can't do, take water alone. If you cannot adjust with that, then take some fruits. If you cannot adjust with just fruits. Then you can, uh, fruits and juices, if you cannot adjust with nuts, you cannot, then you take cooked Ekadashi Prasad. Cooked Prasad, take it as the last option because breaking the fast also is done by cooked Prasad only. So for those who eat cooked Ekadashi Prasad, for them there is no breaking the fast as such. They can eat again Ekadashi Prasad with the others and next day only we have to break it with um, grain Prasad. So uh, dusk time, you can find out in your I tell you exactly what is the name of that app. It's a wonderful app. I'm um, uh, 